The big game's finally over, ladies and gentlemen, and with that, strange things are afoot. The nerds are here to talk about Doctor Strange and its trailer, and we're also going to be talking about and breaking down the importance of Peacemaker and DCEU. Brian, hit that intro. you from 12920 Philadelphia Street, Whittier, California, in the heart of Uptown Whittier. Keeping Up with the Nerds presents issue number 86. My name is Brian. Renee. And welcome to the show. Woo! Hey. I could do I it without like it. the script. Where'd you post it? Like, Nowhere. <laughs> it's all is it up here. on the wall? It's, like, no, it's tattooed in his it's eyelids. Tattooed in his <laughs> eyelids? It comes, it's actually in his glasses right here. As soon as I close my yeah. eyes. <laughs> I, like, I want to immediately like, like, go to, like in family, I just immediately that moment. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it took a lot of tests to get here. <laughs> Welcome back, guys. It's blind for a week. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, what's up? Yeah, it's been. Why is it? This time it feels like it's been a while. So I was talking to Nick about this, and this was possibly a week where we didn't really communicate thoroughly. No, week. there was a lot of stuff that was going on. I think for me, like personal stuff, there was just a lot. Mm-hmm. And then... Yeah, because you usually message us at least like three times a week. Yeah, so it was a busy week for me. He's usually the naggy girlfriend that we're like... <sighs> yeah, he's, you know, constantly keeping tabs on us and stuff like that. sorry. <laughs> I'm trying to play Call of Duty right now. Can you leave me alone? God. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> What do you mean my KD is one under a 1.0? I get that, okay? <laughs> is your KD actually under a 1.0? No, it's not. It's like, oh, my bad. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. but, if, but if yours is, you should probably stop playing. No, it's not. Trust me. Mm-hmm. Okay, I trust you. All right. Why are, you, why are you quiet about it? I'm not saying anything. Why are you getting so judgmental? I'm not judgmental. I see the judgment. I have no judgment. I have no energy for judgment. But are you okay, though, since you're weak? Though, oh, yeah. Wrong? No, I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. I'm good. It's just kind of like a little bit of a kind of like summary of what happened. Basically, my mom had to put my dog, uh, or my mom yes. or my mom and, her, and the family basically put my dog down, uh, the dog that I've had since probably high school. Yeah. I would say she was a good pup. She was a good pup. And uh, it was just kind of weird because they gave me the news after we finished recording last week. Yeah. Yeah. So that was hard. We went to go see her afterwards. Uh, and then it wasn't until Wednesday that I had to put her down. So, Oh, really? Yeah. So they I gave they me the, the next day. Yeah. I thought so too, but they just like dropped the news on me. And like it just, it was kind of like a roller coaster of emotions throughout the whole yeah. week. So I think for me, that's why. And I know Sunday was the big game as well. Yeah. So, are you, so quick question. Uh-huh. Are you guys going to do anything fun with the ashes? No. <laughs> what? What are you fun with the ashes? Like, I mean, what? honestly, no, but like the thing is, is that you can get, so this is what you Mandy can, wants to do. Because oh. you can do that now. Yeah. You can get I see dog, what you mean. You can get, you can get like, like something done or embroidered. Yeah. Like you can have them like, you know, put in, like you can have them put in like a bottle rocket and like shoot them over the ocean or, you know, you can, you can throw them in the mailman's face if you really didn't like the mailman, no. you know, just like, oh, my dog hated you. And then you throw it in his face. <laughs> no. Uh, He's so, dancing in heaven now. <laughs> so uh, my first, my first dog was Tango. He passed away years ago. 
His ashes are in a uh, wooden uh, wooden chest. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Sasha, who was my Yorkie that passed away, I think like two years after my dad passed away. Mm-hmm. So like four years ago, she got, I think, a vase and she got a plaster of her paw right before they put her down. Aww. So I don't know what they're going to do with Samba. Why does it sound like dogs don't last long with you? They've lasted long. Like, like it's very dangerous to be. That was a long list of dogs. That was, you really <laughs> like, Dango, like, Dango yeah, da, uh, he dogs. passed away when he was like 12, and he had a big infection that the place that we adopted him from didn't like take care of well enough. Mm-hmm. So he was 12 when he passed away. Sasha was also 12, and Samba was, I think, maybe 13. So, so yeah, they, they, lived, they lived their life. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, we take care of them. I don't think I don't I've. Until I've been dating Mandy, I've never had a, a dog. I've always I've had cats, uh-huh. but I've never had a dog until Mandy got a dog. And I I have always adopted my friends' dogs. Keep going. Professional <laughs> as hell. Uh, I've always adopted my. my, my... <laughs> that, that sounded as soon as you said that. <laughs> I've, I've, I've always adopted my friends' dogs. I've obviously I've obviously unlocked. The secret of dog owning yeah. is Do you, adopt, your friend's a, you adopt a friend's dog yeah. because then it's not your responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you hang out with him for an hour or so and then that's it. No, yeah, I, I used to have this one friend. Uh, he, had, he had a dog named Jojo. Mm-hmm. His name was Jordan. Oh. So he, 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 was a, he, was yeah. a, he was a real dumb dog. Great. <laughs> he was a, no, he, okay, you know those, uh, so the story with that dog is they had other, they had another dog and that dog just showed up one day. Okay. Like the jo- like the dog jumped the fence and he never left. <laughs> I like it here. Yeah. <laughs> I will mark this he place had, as mine. No, he, yeah. He had like no collar. He had nothing else. And he just jumped the fence and he just never left. Like that was like, he just became part of the family. Like, <laughs> like, they, like they were trying to get rid of him like all the time. Like they're always like, go home, like go to your family. And, like, this I, is my home. Yeah. And he was just like, I don't know what you're talking. Look at me. Apparently. Look at me. So, this uh, is my home now. So, <laughs> so, they know, so they know that he does. This is how they got, how he got the name. Jo- George, George, mm. uh, uh, Jojo? Jojo was because he left one day and they were like, oh, I guess we got, I guess like he finally went home. He did go home because he came back with a bowl that said Jojo on it. <laughs> That's funny. So he carried the bowl from he his original home. He went to his home. home, got the bowl, and went, peace, and left. I'm here to pick up my stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm moving out. <laughs> I made my old family. <laughs> Yeah, so apparently that dog showed up one day with his bowl, and they were just like, "I guess his name's Jojo." Like, I guess, That's funny. I guess his name, I guess his name Jordan. Mm-hmm. And so they they called him Jojo and everything else, and he ended up uh, he ended up passing away a couple years ago. But I used to always think it was so funny because every single time I would go over, he would be he would immediately run to the gate, bark twice, stop, and then go. Never mind, it's Nick. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, that's good. Yeah, you, you, you cool, you cool. And then it was funny because he was my buddy's dog. But when I would come in, I would sit on like the couch. My buddy would sit on over on the like the armchair. I would sit at the couch. He would sit at my feet, mm-hmm. and he wouldn't sit at the other at my friend's feet. And he was just like, "Dude, just take the dog. Like, I don't want him. Like, you take the dog. I'm yeah. like, I can't have a dog and everything else. So I would go over there all the time, and I would always hang out with the dog. So when he passed away, I you know did the same thing. And everything else, uh, but yeah, it's a, it's 
That that's, reminds me of like how CC treats Mandy and I just completely as puppies? separate. No, how she, like <laughs> no because <laughs> CC only listens or like it's weird because so right before like this will be like around nine o'clock and then she'll be in the backyard just doing whatever she wants to do right. Then it's like okay, we, it's, it's time to go to bed. I told Mandy like bring let's bring in CC now and then for like twenty minutes. It's just Mandy just yelling at Cece. Come in. Come on. Come in. And she's like, I'm done. I'm done. Like, she can stay out there. I go out there. Cece, come in. And she just comes right in and stuff like well, that. Remember, the dogs also can sense who the alpha is. Mm-hmm. Like, they'll follow the alpha. The betas, yeah. they would give. They, they couldn't care. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, yeah. Thought, I told that to my buddy, too, because mm-hmm. my buddy was like, why? Because both dogs would always, like, listen to me whenever I would say anything. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I don't get it. Like, my, like when, when I'm here, my mm-hmm. dogs listen to me all the time. Yeah. When, you're, when you come over... My yeah. dogs do not listen to me yes. at all. Yes. And on, they will only listen to you. And I'm like, it's because I'm, I'm the alpha. <laughs> I walk into your house and I then take over the house. It's my <laughs> house now. That's yeah. that's true because Joey's the same way. Like with Andy, it's just playtime 24-7. Yeah. But with me, it's like discipline. Like, okay, I have to like sit a certain way, be at a certain place. They listen to you. You're not the alpha in that house. Not when that you guys are around. because dog true. is the alpha. No, he is the alpha. He, <laughs> he is the alpha. But house. the funny thing is, is that when he has people over, he, or when we have people over, we he takes advantage of that. No, yeah. Where it's like, You're distracted. yeah, he's just Weak. like, Weak. yeah, he's like, oh, they're distracted. I can do whatever I yeah. want. He does it. But when it's like me and Joey, he's mm-hmm. like, okay, I know not to mess with them. I know not to be here. I know not to do this and all that other stuff. I'll pee on his bag. He's tried. <laughs> no, he doesn't. You know what's the funny thing? He doesn't pee on my stuff unless Andy's home. And when Andy's home, then he starts peeing all over the place. You know, you know why, right? Because Andy puts it in front of him and he goes, pees on it. And she's like, pee on it. Do it. He didn't give me the right y- baby Yoda. I need you to pee on it. Then it'll show him. I need more baby Yoda. No, but did I ever tell you about the community cat we adopted? Speaking of the cats. Why he do you have a community cat? So when Never an- adopt a cat. No. Eat you alive. no, 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 no. So we didn't have a choice. We just thought it was cute, and then all of a sudden, she now like is a part of our lives. So when Andy was living with her parents, um, there was a there was a stray cat uh, on the alleyway outside of her apartment right, right, with right. a missing eye. Mm-hmm. So every time I would drop her off, that cat would be around, and we gave him the name Nick Furry because mm-hmm. he was missing the eye. And so he would be like roaming the streets, and sometimes we'd see him like a pit with another cat or two cats mm-hmm. and stuff, and be like, "Oh, it's like the Catvengers." And so that's kind of how that story started. <laughs> So when we moved out, you have very interesting dates. <laughs> well, we get like I mean, it's interesting you to followed, see those cats. You follow on a date. You followed your no. This was dropping cats. her off, and those cats okay. lived in the alleys behind I, her apartment. I, I thought your date was no. following me straight. No, cats that's not. Alleys. No, we're not that kind of people, Nick. Jesus Christ. Anyway, so we no, moved into our new place. This uh-huh. is a couple years ago, and we started noticing that there'd be this cat. Uh, with a bow tie that'd walk around yeah, like at right. random times. And we right. thought it was cute because, you know, every now and then that bow tie would change. So one day we bought her snacks from Walmart and mm-hmm. we started giving her the snacks. Now the funny thing is we call her bow tie. She'll make an appearance every now and then, but like come out of nowhere mm-hmm. and then walk us to our home and then wait outside for the snacks. Yeah, because you fed a stray cat. Exactly, and now she belongs there. Like yeah. she has owners in the other apartments mm-hmm. across the way, but yeah, because she belongs like to that area. Because area cats now. are whores. <laughs> they are. Cats are whores. <laughs> they are. I mean, sure. Do- no, because a dog has a family. Like a dog is like, oh, this is my, this is my, this is my house. This is where I live. That's my mom. That's my dad. 
I don't really like that guy that much, but that's he, my pee corner one, pee yeah, corner two. Yeah, that's these are the corners I pee in, and this is the area I stay in. A cat, <laughs> on the other hand, yeah. is like, oh, I have seven families. <laughs> on it's the like same favoritism. Block. It's like they just like I like this human. It's not even like families. Yeah. It's like you're my favorite human. I'm going. <laughs> like, to, yeah, I'm here. So, but not only that, but also if you're bored, they are known to leave the house. Yeah, that's true. And then and they learn your schedule. So essentially, if you're if you leave it alone all day. It'll figure out, okay, well, this house over here has people. So I'm going to leave. I'm going to go to this house, and I'm going to go hang out over there. And then when my when my owners come home, I'm going to come back, and I'll leave. That's true. Cats are evil. <laughs> Have you ever owned a cat? No. I, <laughs> I mean, I, I, it shows. I mean, I'm not cats. a cat person. Yeah. I'm allergic to cats, but like for this one, I'll make so, an exception. So we, so we, so so we know how to kill Brian. <laughs> oh just throw, throw a cat at just you. Throw, <laughs> cat bomb. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, I thought it was one of the old podcasts I used to be on. Uh, right before we recorded, a buddy of ours he had a cat, mm. and the cat was the most annoying thing in the world not because like it was it would meow or anything like that it was because it would jump on the couch right before we record it would then lay in my lap <laughs> then go all right cool and then you know it's in my lap so I, you know i like animals mm-hmm. so i start petting it and everything else i pet it for like 30 seconds and i'm petting it the same way have not changed mm-hmm. it's done so it turns around and just scrapes my arm yeah and just to tell me i'm done and then just leaves and then walks away. And then <laughs> five minutes later, and then five minutes later, it then jumps back on and then starts like caressing my arm mm-hmm. and like kind of going like. And starts purring. I want, human? Human, I want pets again. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, and then I literally went, no, screw you. Like, <laughs> forget this cat. Yeah. You know what? F this cat. This yeah. cat could die. I don't care. I could punt this so cat. So today we learn that you and I, Renee, are animal cats. people, and love, Nick just love loves dogs and despises everything else. <laughs> I love. You I'm, give Nick a fish, he'll be like, "What? Why the hell do I want a fish?" They just go bloop bloop. No, and that's it. no. You give Nick a fish, he's gonna slap you in the face. With a fish. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think about that, but yeah. <laughs> and then I keep that fish and call it Brian. <laughs> Because oh. now, now it's got like one bubbly eye because it's been hit. <laughs> <What the> <laughs> <heck>? <laughs> and with that, can we move on to the Doctor Strange topic at hand? Yes. yes. We talk, we that weird conversation. That we strange gotta, conversation. Yeah. yeah. It was, that strange thing. We got a strange trailer. So, hey, no, really quick, before what? we, move on, to, before we yeah. move on to Strange, did you guys watch Jurassic, the Jurassic uh, World Dominion? D- Dominion trailer? Yes. Before? When I saw that, I just went, why? Yeah. Because you need three Jurassic Park movies. No, I get the... I mean, you don't need them. I mean, if anybody who's seen the original Jurassic Park movies know you only need one. Uh, yes, I mean, but it's... But here's my, here was my thing, though, because I was talking about it... Because me and a couple buddies of mine, when we were watching the Super Bowl, we started having this argument of what would they eat? Humans? What would they eat? Like... Plants? Oh, to, like, be, no, because sustain? Because in, in one... The what was it? Malcolm even says, "Well, how exactly are you sustaining them, and how are you feeding them? Because they all have specific digestive systems that you've cloned. Mm-hmm. How are you doing that?" And then they say, "Oh, well, we also raised up plants and we put them in the park. Uh-huh. They didn't do that in the world. So, how, what are they eating? 
Their digestive systems aren't made. You said it yourself. I mean, this is going to be a short conversation because we only got so much time in the podcast, Nick. But you said it yourself that the balance of the ecosystems would be disrupted when you start putting dinosaurs all over the place. Oh, yeah, dude. I would never go to the beach. No, you wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't even leave my home. Dude, I wouldn't leave home. It's it's called the tunnel systems. Dude, I would just, honestly. We become lizard people. Honestly, I feel like like subways are like the best thing. No. No. But not even. (laughs) No. Are you kidding me? Not even subway because then I, I don't want to be at home netflixing and chilling with myself and <laughs> you and a bottle of crisco <laughs> <laughs> and then all of a sudden out of nowhere t-rex you know t-rex poop my pants comes out of nowhere and then ruins my night i don't like that i don't i don't want that. i don't want to go outside to go you know mow my lawn and then all of a sudden and then yeah. going like, oh, well, today was the wrong day to mow the grass. <laughs> oh, well. Can you imagine? Oh, well. Also having, like, you know, then, then, then it goes into like, oh, yeah, insurance companies have to be like, oh, yeah, Dude, insurance. could you imagine having dino insurance? <laughs> yeah. Oh, the T-Rex. <laughs> oh, 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 wait, the T-Rex in your car, but you're only covered for a brontosaurus. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you're only covered. What was that? So you are claiming that your car was lifted by a pterodactyl oh. and thrown Five blocks? Yeah. Okay. So your insurance doesn't cover that. It actually only covers raptor scratches and T Rex stompings. But unfortunately, like twenty bucks. <laughs> like what was Not that? pterodactyl launches. I'm so, so sorry. Your father was eaten by a T Rex, but in his policy, he's only insured for raptors. <laughs> Torn from <laughs> limb to limb. Yeah. Actually, it's it's eaten whole is covered under this policy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's not it's not torn from limb. Yeah, I'm sorry. Torn from limb. This policy it doesn't cover your father's death. <laughs> See, that's I'm the so major sorry. flaw in Dominion. It's just kind of like the real life. Aspect. The real life aspect of that is just kind of like they don't touch onto it. It's just like, <laughs> oh, we exist, dude. Planes don't exist. We are literally yeah. stuck. We can't use boats. We can't use yeah. planes, and we can't travel. Lizard by foot. deadliest catch would be more interesting, that's dude. For deadliest sure. <laughs> survivor is no, all of a sudden a twist. I, no, deadliest catch is literally a GoPro on like one of those on one of those like mm-hmm. those water. The amazing race, more that's like it. the amazing escape. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> dude, lock up everybody in Utah with all the dinosaurs. <laughs> And then just call it the Great Escape. <laughs> just shut down Utah as a state, dude. Know? I'll give them Utah. We're not using it anyway. It's just a bunch of Mormons. There's plenty of other states. Are we using it? Oh well, we just lost our listenership from Utah. Dude, we didn't have any listeners from Utah. I yeah, they're all Mormons. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I don't know what a computer is. <laughs> They only know what computers are during Rumspringa. Have you been to Utah? No. Like, oh, yeah, I have, actually. I've been to a Walmart, and I've seen like Amish people show up at Walmart just getting stuff and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, We've traveled all the way to South Dakota by car, so we've oh, passed really? all those okay. states. Yeah, it's yeah. interesting. Okay, can we get to the topic at hand now? I just, I, 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 you're I done. Just, I, I just had a conflict. Okay, okay, good. Now That's your conflict's because, over. Well, honestly, we didn't talk about the Dominion trailer. Honestly, uh, what yeah, what do we need to know about Jurassic World? It's garbage. It's a fun, nostalgia trip, and if you like it, you like it. Nothing wrong with it, but... It's not a movie that I, really honestly I feel is doing much. I, I really do feel like the universal wit. You know the Star Wars movies they made? <laughs> they brought back Star Wars. Guys, they we were, gotta bring back the dinos. Yeah. Like they were pretty good, right? No. And then somebody was like, they're all right. Studios <laughs> are cashing in on this whole nostalgia trip. What do we got? I mean, they're doing that with Futurama. That's That's a whole separate other topic. And we gotta get to the Doctor Strange topic. I understand that. I just I mean we said we were things. Yeah, good job, Nick. Anyways, Doctor Strange. 
TV spot, big game came out on Sunday. And that yes. that was the weird thing was that I was literally sitting down on my computer editing a video while the game was about to start in the background. And yeah. then I just see the Doctor Strange trailer or the TV spot mm-hmm. show up before the game even started. Weird, That's a weird spot to place that trailer. The, the weird thing for that was that doc, all the trailers all were on YouTube yeah. two hours before. Mm-hmm. The full trailer? Yeah, even uh, Jordan Peele's uh, trailer for Nope. Everything that was all the, the trailers that were on that were on the Super Bowl, they were all on YouTube. That's I mean, I before the have game. they done that before? I think they did it last year too. They did it. It was, it was the start They've of done last it a year times. because but years prior we had to wait mm-hmm. until the trailer the aired. But the thing is, is that now everyone's gone to, mostly towards um, internet, yeah. you know, streaming stuff because you can watch the Super Bowl now on Peacock if you had the Peacock yeah. Premium. You would be able to watch the whole Super Bowl. One of my, I, mean, we, I watched it for free. I don't one, understand. One of my buddies, Short. one of my buddies was he was so he was sitting on the couch all by himself. We were all in the kitchen because we were all like starting to get food yeah. and stuff like that. And it was the uh, Expedia Ewan McGregor ad. Yeah, and all I hear is from that kitchen, Obi Wan Kenobi, Obi Wan Kenobi, Ewan yeah. McGregor's on the TV. And then we were all and like everybody literally dropped everything. Mm-hmm ran to the living room <laughs> and then it was just like that's why you should go Expedia and then it just ended and we were all like <laughs> you you monsters yeah. <laughs> who does this mm-hmm. don't play with my Star Wars I mean, emotions they kind of did that with the Doctor Strange stuff because it, you didn't see it right because I mean you don't do sports so no, no. so he did you he doesn't he doesn't no <laughs> What was this supposed to be? Yeah, what was that? You could have just said football. Were you throwing a battery? Yeah, that's as far as he knows. (laughs) See, if it was if it was a game about them throwing batarangs back and forth, he'd watch it. I watch it. Or uh, what is it called? The disc throwing stuff from Tron. It's so funny. It was. uh, I would actually watch that. I would watch that too. No, but it's so funny because it's funny you mentioned that because when uh, I was over at Maddie's house this weekend and. her brother and his fiance went to Disneyland and they saw like they were celebrating the Rams winning at Disneyland. Apparently they had like a little, yeah, they have a parade. Like they that. always have a parade. There. So yeah. I, I, me being me, I was like, why? And they go, well, cause you know, I'm like, what do you mean? I'm like, they go like, well, cause they won the Super Bowl. I'm like, is that important? Now my question is that were you being serious? Or no, I was trolling. <laughs> You should be a jerk. <laughs> don't don't get me wrong. I Super Bowl. You kind of offended Nate. You're like, wait, are you serious? No, 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 no. Because here, here's the thing, though. We kept on joking while while we're there because we were all talking and catching up and eating mm-hmm. and drinking and doing everything else. Where we kept tuning into the Super Bowl like every. I mean, that's 20, kind 30 of minutes. Yeah, that's kind of how sh- we weren't we weren't yeah. really watching it because then one of the guys was like, one of the guys was like, oh, they just scored, and then we all went, wait, is there a game on right now? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it's like, oh yeah, man, uh, just started, just started. I think out of all of us, because you you watch sports, but you're more of like fantasy and betting stuff, right? If I can gamble on it, I'm in. <laughs> sure, and then I'm I, like, Dude, I, I did watch RuPaul's sports. Drag Race, and I got really into <laughs> that because I did was. Did you bet on RuPaul's Drag Race? <laughs> yeah, there was a fantasy pool on it. Yeah. Of course, there was. Yeah. What? Yeah, have you never seen fantasy pool? No. RuPaul's Drag Race. That's awesome. Dude, that thing is hilarious. Oh my god! You ever been to? You ever been to a bar and everybody there's bet on RuPaul's Drag Race? No, dude, it is a sports bar at that point. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Can you do me a favor? Can you look up the expense, uh, how expensive it would be to add a, a uh, 
the spots Super for Bowl Super Bowl ad? ads? Yeah. Uh, probably like... What's more? What is it more uh, expensive? What do, you, what, do you, what do you think? How much do you think it is? I always thought that. At <laughs> Let's the, make a bet. I, 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 no, 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 I, I honestly, I want to see where your mindset is. Five bucks right now. <laughs> I always thought that at the beginning, uh, before the game started, those ads would be cheaper, and then towards the middle and end, that's when like the ads just, get more it's, expensive. It's uh, it's just before uh, halftime. Just before halftime, it's just it's, before halftime is when they skyrocket because you're just because you more people the show because the the show is going to have more people tune in. That's what I thought. So if they're releasing those trailers before, it would only make sense that they that Disney would spend as little money as possible if you can have free access to those you know so, trailers so how much on do you YouTube. Think it is? Yeah, I don't know. It's like millions and millions of so dollars. This, this, how much, how, okay. Give me a number. Like, so this is for thirty seconds. Thirty seconds. Yeah, thirty seconds. Probably like five point two million. Seven million. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. For a larger company, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. For Disney, sure, dude. Disney pees that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was gonna say, they just need to take money for, away from a D- Disneyland profit. That's it. <laughs> like that's it. They made their money. Dude, that's popcorn. That's yeah. popcorn sales for a week. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. they're, they're good. So yeah, it makes sense. But well, one note, one thing to note about that TV spot was that the TV spot had multiple different scenes that weren't showcased in the trailer. Yes. Right. And what was oh, even you, so? Wait, are you talking about the Doctor Strange TV spots compared to the trailer? The trailer, trailer? Yes. and then what was even oh. awesome or about that? No, it's not a word, but still, Othamer, 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 uh, was that Othamer. this trailer was much more revealing than the things that we got from No Way Home? Yeah, because No Way Home set up like I have a feeling of like the atmosphere of yeah. what this trailer was going or what this movie was going to be like. We didn't get heavy CGI scenes. No, we didn't. Yeah. It's like this is the atmosphere that Sam Raimi's trying to put out there, and mm. this is what you guys are going to be yeah. expecting from this movie I and then the trailer yeah, i don't expect this movie to be like action-packed no it's oh, it's, no. it's a storytelling it's yeah. gonna be a hardcore ethereal like comedy there's gonna be a lot of comedy in it just yeah. just because that's how sam raimi is sam raimi, yeah. yeah but yeah. i don't i think it's gonna be like Jokes. one of the it's gonna be like it's gonna be a weirder movie yeah i i don't think people are going to like it as much as everybody's oh no yeah movie. that's the thing i feel like because he's having more not I, I don't want to say freedom but they're giving him they're making they're they're giving him like here we know how you you are do that for doctor strange but stay within these lines and stuff like that but i feel like like you said it's gonna it's gonna be like a more tamed vibe like how you know because you know how like evil dead is and just how weird yes. that is if you take out like take out the 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 sexual stuff out of that and did the, ever, the gore did, did you ever watch um what was it Evil Dead versus uh, what was it? Evil Dead versus the world. Evil Dead. No, that's on HBO Max. Yeah, oh, is it a documentary a, or no, 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 no? It's a it's a TV show. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. a it was a series. I think it went like four seasons. Mm. Where it was after the events of Evil Dead and uh, Evil Dead Two. Oh, okay. So it, it was it, it was what happens after. So I think it's like twenty or thirty years later. Mm-hmm. And uh, you mean Ash versus Evil yeah. Dead? Oh yeah. Ash oh okay. Evil. I was like, wait, wait, Evil Dead versus the World. <laughs> no, like, no, 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 no. Yeah, Ash. Oh, versus yeah, Evil I, Dead. I saw season one of Ash versus yeah, Evil Dead. That, that was I, actually pretty good. Because he was a he was he was a showrunner on that. Mm-hmm. If it's anything kind of like that, yeah. I'm going to enjoy the hell out of this. Mm-hmm. But I but I like weird. Do you stuff. think the That's tone's going to be different from the trailer? The, the movie tone is going to be different than what we see on the trailer because the movie trailer it makes it feel like this is serious like this is multi-universe setup and because we examined two different uh two different youtube channels that were breaking down the trailer it was uh what was it the nerdist i saw and then we saw screen crush screen no not not screen screen crush Crush. new rock stars new rock stars so they did a trailer breakdown of it and what was interesting is out of everything that they were talking about the tone 
Sorry. It was very thorough. Mm-hmm. But they were setting – it feels like this is a setup to pretty much the next phase of Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. And I know we've been – We've been saying that constantly with like all the TV shows and the last movies that came out. But this definitely feels like, you know, whereas every other phase has had a theme, be it the stones, be it the assembly, be it whatever it is. It's trying to say that this phase four is going to be a multi-universe phase. This is going to be that theme. But I because I feel like I feel like the next big bad is Kang. Kang is going to be our next thing. I thought that was confirmed. It well, is. Well, uh, no, because no, yeah. Kang is so far confirmed in Quantumania. Uh-huh. We don't know if he makes it through Quantumania or if he escapes and he becomes a bigger bad throughout the rest of the, throughout the rest, or, mm-hmm. you know, do they fix what's going on? Because, mind you, we still have another, what, two more movies of, like, things being, like, really weird? Yeah. Because Quantumania sounds like it's going to be crazy mm-hmm. because it's going to be all about, like, going into like alternate dimensions and it's going to be all about like quantum physics and how exactly uh, like the, the, the miniverse and all these other things and how like multiple dimensions and, you know, Kang the Conqueror is now trying to take over the, the universe and all these other things. So this is going to be a continuous theme going forward in at least the next two movies. Well, now your bigger question is, what is your divider of your phases? Because in every other phase, your big divider was your Ms. Avenger Marvel. movies. Yeah. Miss Marvel is your big divider? Because Miss Marvel is after Quantumania, if I'm not mistaken. I'll put it up right now. Hold on. If I'm not mistaken, Miss Marvel is after Quantumania, and Miss Marvel would be dealing more with space. Because you have the Marvels. Okay. Because that's supposed to be the difference between, uh, and I think that's going to be going more towards Inhumans. Because you have to, because inside of that one, that's supposed to be also about Miss um, Marvel, Marvel, which are Captain Marvel, and then also Photon. So this is actually a good topic to talk about because I had my points made from the trailer breakdown, but I do want to ask this question then, and I want to know what our thoughts are mm-hmm. on this. Is the Multiverse of Madness movie going to have ripple effects into the other movies that have yet to come out? Because... So uh-huh. I I will say yes because we have Thor Love and Thunder after that which which touches on to three different Thors. Mm-hmm. And then we have after that movie is Black Panther which think- they have said that they're trying to work on bringing a Black Panther hero in that movie. Uh-huh. So what we could be looking at is that basically them trying to fix that whole thing as well, too, by bringing in different variants. Gotcha. So now the reason then, I asked that question. Because after those two, it's the Marvels. Yeah, it's the Marvels, but that's not until 2023. So, yeah. the, so the last movie of this year will be Black Panther. This Wakanda is the longest Panther. running phase then, right? Because this yeah. is stretching out to almost four years at this point. Because the reason I asked that is the, uh, the New Rockstars said that essentially what kind of – what this trailer is kind of alluding to, or at least what they're assuming, is that the Avengers timeline that exists in the MCU, the one that we all know for the last three phases, is not the main timeline. That's essentially what they're saying. Not necessarily that it's not the main timeline. It's, it's an incomplete one. It's an incomplete timeline. Mm-hmm. That basically House of M has already happened. Yes. And we are living in a No More Mutants timeline. The minute that we have Wanda Maximoff at her breaking point saying uh, which I'll make all the uh, I want a world with all mutants Mm -hmm. that's when she's fixing the timeline and then you're going to have basically all these like 
ripple effects where it's like, oh yeah, mutants used to exist, but now they don't because of X, Y, and Z. Because I'm assuming that's the reason why Charles Xavier is there. Because mm-hmm. why else would you bring Charles Xavier in and also want a maximum? Well, I actually skipped to my next point that Sir Patrick Stewart made a little voice appearance in this in, yes, in this trailer, did. Yeah. Oh, which, which is interesting because Patrick Stewart did say, "I'm willing to do Patrick. I'm willing to do uh, Charles Xavier again." But it has to be good. We talked about this, I think, two weeks ago, where I'm like, how interesting would it be to have Sir Patrick Stewart as Charles Xavier in this movie? And mm-hmm. he said no, because you'd much prefer whatever his face's name is. Oh, James McAvoy. James, James McAvoy, McAvoy yeah. which he's a good Professor X, yeah. but he's not, you know, he's not, he, he's not the Professor X that, like... Dude, he's not. He doesn't look good bald. Yeah, he kind of has a little he looks bit of... Weird, he looks he's, weird bald. No, he no, weird he's bald. got the correct attitude and the correct persona. It's just his appearance doesn't make him look like it. Mm-hmm. So when I think of like Sir Patrick Stewart as Professor X, I'm like, that kind of hits the mark. Mm-hmm. So it is cool to see him go back into it. The fact that he is in that Illuminati, you know, esque area, it's 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 funny because a lot of people are hard-pressed on the fact that it is the Illuminati, mm-hmm. but right now we can only assume that it is because it's closely resembling to that. Yeah. Um, well, I think because I was telling I was telling people this uh, because they're asking they're like, do you think they will do Illuminati? I go, if they do, this is the only chance they get to they do, do. An Illuminati. Yeah, no, not only that, thing. but also I don't think it's going to be called the Illuminati. No, they, it's going to be called probably something different. Like what? It'll be it'll have all the Illuminati aspects aspects of it, but they probably won't. They'll call him something else. So let's just, just because Illuminati has way too many. It, it's it got has, too many meanings. It has way too many meanings in it. It has everything. There's else. a reason why Marvel doesn't put it out anymore now. That's the thing they used to, but now they don't. Yeah. So I highly doubt that they're gonna go like, oh, you know, this title that we stopped printing because it got way too many, it had way too many connotations to it. Yeah. Let's bring that into the movies and let's complicate our lives. I mm-hmm. highly doubt they're gonna call it the Illuminati. I think they're gonna call it something else. Marvel's greatest minds. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, that's that. That seems. It, it has it has two M's the in great it. Great minds or something. Yeah, yeah it makes yeah. sense. My question is this, because this is an actually interesting point that one of the uh, videos uh, mentioned was which exactly which timeline does this Charles Xavier belong to? My theory is it's that it's not because the last time we saw uh, Patrick Stewart's mm-hmm. or Sir Patrick Stewart's yeah. Charles Xavier was in Logan and he died he there. Does. Right. So my theory is that this is the Sir Patrick Stewart we get from either. Was it Apocalypse or was it uh, Days of Futures Past when they go back in time? It's Days Uh, of Futures Past. Past. I I want to say it's Days of Futures Past. I want this to be X-Men 90s cartoon. See, I don't even think it's going to be related to any certain property. I think it's just going to be. It's a separate. it's it's, It's Professor X. But it's the, not even. It's hear, just. It's just. He's just hear, from an X Men universe. Hear, hear me out. Okay. Hear me out. That's it. Hear, hear me out. This is the reason why I want this. For one, they've already. They, there's been some footage. I mean, not footage, but concept art of Patrick Stewart inside of a gold wheelchair. It's like the hovering gold wheelchair mm-hmm. from the '90s cartoon. But also think about it like this: If we say that Patrick Stewart, I mean that uh, Professor X, is then brought into our universe. Think about how much lore they have. Because then you could then say everything that's happened inside of the 90s in, in the 90s TV show. That happened. That's a thing. They've already said that the 90s TV show, show is, is coming back. It's coming back. And it's 
kind of weird because I forget who it was. It might have been Screen Crush or it might have been Nerdist that talks mm-hmm. about it a little bit more, where they were saying that the 90s version of the cartoon was actually continued on as a comic book. Mm-hmm. And in yeah. the comic book, they completely erased that universe. It was like the end of the X-Men, essentially. Yeah. And so uh, what they're assuming is that the X-Men from that universe are going to be coming back mm-hmm. through some cosmic event. Essentially, and that's how we get a reboot mm-hmm. of this franchise coming back on Disney Plus. So that only makes sense. I am gonna say that out of every theory that we have, it is interesting to see a Charles Xavier that's completely brand new be mm-hmm. kind of like that leader of this group yeah. of great minds. But it is kind of off place when there's no lore to work back on because it would be interesting and this is where i'm going to defend my point that Mm -hmm. this is the charles xavier from days of futures past it would be interesting for this charles xavier to have witnessed the end of his timeline where all the mutants essentially have been killed off by the sentinels and logan going back in time to try to stop the production of the sentinels was only a branching timeline that would work then Mm -hmm. but it would not fix the timeline that existed for him see but i've always I've, I've always gone with the um what was it the mentality of where there's death there will always be death yeah so even though you saved the x-men from the sentinels mm-hmm. and you saved the world from the sentinels there will always be destruction we've already seen that the, that the x-men have been destroyed so that means that they're going to be destroyed you just chose a different path that they will be destroyed mm-hmm. and that's the thing though because think about it if the same Patrick Stewart is the one that was in Logan, he's about the same age in future past that he was in Logan. Looks wise or age wise? Age wise. Okay. Because it's about 20 years later. Yeah, yeah. So it's give or take, it's about kind of the same thing. Yeah. In that one, he's fine because he's battling the Sentinels. After after he fixes the Sentinels, he then has a brain he then gets Alzheimer's. And kills the X Men. Mm-hmm. So no matter what, death was coming for them. It just depended on who was who was bringing down the sentence. Mm-hmm. So, so death for them was like an absolute point. Exactly, death is an absolute point. Which for the X Men brings me to the second point that uh, New Rockstars mentioned was they mentioned an absolute point concept in there. Yes, which is like the breakdown of reality. Like in what if we have the Doctor Strange, which is like Episode Four, I think, mm-hmm. where he goes past that absolute point which is a point that cannot be redone. Yes. In his case, it was the death of uh, Palmer, essentially, right? Mm-hmm. So, Which implies that there is an absolute point that happens to our Doctor Strange that we haven't seen yet. What if changed. that absolute... And this is where I'm going to theorize a little bit. What if that absolute point was the Spider-Man reveal? Do you think Spider-Man was always meant to be revealed? I have a feeling that No Way Home was supposed to happen the way it was, Whereas Peter Parker's identity was supposed to be revealed mm-hmm. and Doctor Strange coming in there. It's it's probably a theory that's going to be proven wrong, but it'd be an interesting concept where the, his identity was supposed to be revealed. But by Doctor Strange interfering and essentially erasing the identity and all knowledge of Peter Parker's existence, by doing that, he destroyed that absolute point. And that is causing the breakdown of that current universe that we see right now. I don't know, because it's one of those things of is it an absolute point? Because after... Because if you notice inside of the first one, inside of Doctor Strange, you notice that after he fixed that after uh, absolute point, it's not like the world continued and then eventually started. It broke down. It immediately broke down. So I don't think Spider-Man being revealed was the absolute point that he broke. I think that there's something else that he does. But what if that was the beginning of the breakage of the absolute point? 
because not necessarily like think from a cinematic perspective if you just like have the entire universe collapsing on itself the movie's not going to last that long but if you make it out to be that this fractured that absolute point and that is what's causing the breakdown of that universe it's implying that the events of no way home is what's causing the destruction of the current universe but the problem is that how do i fix something that i don't know i did I mean, that's probably what we're going to be getting answered in this new movie. Well, because that, but that's the thing that I'm trying to that I'm trying to get at. Because he says that I'm doing this across all universes, mm-hmm. where Peter Parker is no longer known. Uh huh. That means that even the Illuminati don't know that you're Peter Parker. So that means that nobody else knows what I did. Um, but they know of Spider Man, though. They know of Spider. But, but is he targeting what? universes or the Nexus point? Because technically speaking, that group of great minds would exist at a point where all universes meet, right? We don't know that. Exactly. We don't know that. Because so, not only that, but also we have seen in Loki that those nexus points can be changed. Exactly. So because what? Because in Loki, uh, what was it? Um, what's his name? Um, oh my God, Loki's partner inside of uh, which one? Female oh, Mobius. Loki. Oh. Yeah, Mobius forgets who Loki wow. is. Wow. He forgets who who uh, Loki wow, is, and response. also, wow. and, well, not only that, but also uh, the the like, those who firing these nexus points. They're going like, those who those who which are he that remains <laughs> and them they all their statues change to Kang. Yes. Yeah. So unless they explain that Loki, instead of instead of Sylvie pushing him through the portal and going back to his universe, he was pushed into a different universe, uh-huh. or that was also changed because that can be manipulated. It, 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 I'm going to be honest. Hmm. As far as we don't, we merely put our foot in the toxic multi or multiverse. Yeah. Uh-huh. And my head's already spinning. <laughs> I, it's, it's a concept. And that is, that's that, the thing as a writing aspect, they can get away with a lot of stuff. They can, yeah. but you have to connect your points and make sure that it works. Otherwise it's not. That's the thing, but that, you could just explain away like, oh, it's multiverse. Uh-huh. Oh, it was the multiverse well, thing. Well, it was the multiverse. Why is there a plot hole? Yeah, you know. yeah but, but here's the thing, though. that you can, There's always this thing of like, oh, yeah, well, multiverse did it. But eventually, they, the, there has to be a good point to it or else it doesn't make sense and the fans don't like it. And yeah. Like, it's not going to land. Mm-hmm. And I highly doubt, because Sam Raimi is a genius when it comes to writing multiversal characters because even inside of uh, Evil Dead, Mm -hmm. there was an alternate version of Ash that he meets. Did he write for Evil Dead? Dude, he directed Evil Dead. Mm -hmm. Oh, he directed? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. He directed Evil Dead. They've also done like in the comic books for Evil Dead that there's like a, there's a female Ash. Yeah. And she has like an interchanging hand. Huh. It's really cool, actually. In the in the new show, Ash starts changing out his hand. Yeah, he has his he he. Uh, what was it? One of his buddies starts making him like little things that mm-hmm. he can put on. Yeah. So he has like a he has a chainsaw that he can put on. He has a he ha- he yeah. has a hand. He has a fork hand. That's awesome. Oh yeah, like, I've seen that. Where it's just like him poking at like food with a fork, and then he he <laughs> breaks it off into like one of the demon's heads. <laughs> yeah. Because he's eating, and then like a demon attacks him, and he's like, Argh! and he stabs him in the face with it. It's so great. That's awesome. <laughs> it's it's awesome. But that's what I'm saying. I if anybody was going to write weird like sci-fi horror while with also multiversal conflicts. I think Sam Raimi's the best person. To I feel like he can lay to it attempt out. it. Yeah. yeah. That's the, that's, that's where this movie has to kind of tread water carefully mm-hmm. because you're not like no way home was written well enough, but it's not that it, it didn't, it, it had its faults. 
Like even now that the hype's like oh, died you, down. Oh, you you said what? What did you just say? That it had its faults in terms of writing. Really? Yeah. I, like I, I mean, you could obviously tell there's like one or two plot holes like that were there. I thought you were gonna say that it's God's gift to cinema. I mean, honestly. I can say you know <laughs> not all creations have to be perfect. Yeah. Uh, can I get a time check real quick Let's, on the recording? Because uh, I do have other points. Forty five. Forty five. Oh yeah, there's there's the camera. I forgot we just started that as well. <laughs> Anyways, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Tell me what's up. <laughs> There was another point that you did mention, and yeah. you, Renee, you made the comment as the new rock star was actually mentioning this mm-hmm. that the kids that Wanda created essentially, right, yeah. in WandaVision are being held at Illuminati HQ. We'll yeah. just call that, it the that's Illuminati a, that's HQ. A, that's, that's what a new rock star is. Yeah, that's yeah. what new rock Okay, so why is it that that point came to you as just like, oh, okay, yeah. That yeah. wouldn't be that wouldn't be too bad because, again, um, it's alluding to the fact that Charles is monitoring her uh-huh. and that, you know, because that's what he did in House of M. He was aware of what, what Wanda was doing, but try to get through to her and tell her, like, you know, your children are not real. And I feel like he expects Wanda to storm in and just show her and be real with her and say, well, why are you doing this? These these children you created are not, they, they're not from you. You just created them out of your, your mind, mm-hmm. you know? And I feel like that's what's going to happen. This is more of like a study kind of thing, yeah, right? Yeah, that's well, the thing. Well, not only that, but also I can totally see that based off of that, if we were to allow the children to be in a different universe or to to them for them to go back into you know whatever point of reality that they actually do exist, mm-hmm. that only could lead to Wanda going in search of them. Yeah. Like eventually, I'm going to go to that new reality, and whatever reality it, it may be, we could get another. Uh, we could get another, you know, uh, event. Because that's the point that they were like hard pressed on in Wandavision mm-hmm. was that she was searching multiple different dimensions to find her mm-hmm. children, right? Yeah. So it only yeah. makes sense that for her to get to this headquarters, for her like point mm-hmm. of recognition that this place exists would be that her kids are being held captive there. Mm-hmm. So that's not a very difficult point the, to the, like no. disagree the int- with. The interesting thing I thought was uh, brought up because I actually never thought of that plausible uh, of that being plausible of the fact that the Scarlet Witch and Wanda are two different personalities. Didn't yeah. they kind of allude to that when At the she end would, of WandaVision. Exactly, when yeah. she split herself up? But then going deeper into but, that, because that's the thing. But the thing is that, because yeah. you can say that she's just Asher projecting. Yeah. That, that's, a cho- that's, that's what she's choosing to do. Mm-hmm. But when it was brought up, because I always thought that was weird. I was like, why is she Astro projecting I f- when, I feel when like, no one's around her? I, f- I feel like, like that makes no sense. I feel like she's always thinking that she's always being watched. And I think that's what it is, is that she's showing, she has that second version of herself. That's just kind of walking around the house and stuff like that. While really she's doing what she's want to do is just look over the book of the damned. And I know, but like that. Well, cause here's my thinking. If you think that magical people are going to be, looking in on me mm-hmm. wouldn't they be able to see an astral projection or at least sense that there's natural projection? depending on how powerful she is she's very powerful that's i understand that but yeah. that's what but that's what i'm she's saying she's barely unlocking her yeah. full potential she i because she is technically supposed to be stronger than the sorcerer supreme mm-hmm. that is they because they, they even mentioned that in wandavision mm-hmm. of like you surpass sorcerer supreme like, yeah sorcerer for like, all for all we know she probably learned that and started doing that, maybe. That's the thing. So, But my thing was mm-hmm. is that what about if she was astral projecting mm-hmm. unconsciously? Yeah. It's the it, it's not necessarily her meaning to do it. Mm-hmm. It's the aspect of her that 
still loves her kids and mm-hmm. she's still looking for them and knowing I'm going to cert- like there's, uh, there's nothing I wouldn't do. So she's doing this mm-hmm. unintentionally because she still doesn't have full control. Chaos mm-hmm. magic is a weird, weird topic. For, that's yeah. my thing though. For, is that, for all we know, it could be she split it herself. Yeah. That, and yeah. she technically has two. S- there's a Wanda version. There's Wanda, but then there's a Scarlet Witch. But maybe in a in a twist like Rami likes to do, if anything, Wanda is the actual darker version of that. So That's it's funny that you mentioned yeah, that yeah. because in the trailer, there's multiple different scenes, at least like two or three, where mm-hmm. you have you know the Scarlet Witch basically mm-hmm. in some scenes, and then Wanda mm-hmm. overlook. There's one. Yeah, it's in the house, mm-hmm. right? So Scarlet Witch is kneeling down, and Wanda dressed in her like normal clothes is walking over to her, mm-hmm. and then we have multiple scenes where she's dressed in her Scarlet Witch attire, mm-hmm. and then other scenes where she's dressed in her casual attire so it's interesting that possibly have that idea which brings me to my last point of the conversation to kind of like bring this together Mm -hmm. before we move on to the other topic you think it's in our mind palace it's not that but it's the idea of multiple different characters and versions and variants Mm -hmm. you know being shown in this movie because it's so i i kind of like threw this idea away when it was kind of being thrown around over social media, Mm -hmm. how supposedly there's rumors and speculations of multiple variants of existing characters being shown in this movie Mm -hmm. where we were going to get a superior Iron Man. We were going to get a different version of Black Panther. We were Mm -hmm. going to get different versions of Doctor Strange, which this trailer confirmed because we have Defender Strange, Mm -hmm. which I don't know how they're kind of crossing over with that Mm -hmm. because the only clues they have is that white streak of hair that has that he has over mm-hmm. here in the ponytail. Well, no, his outfit is uh, a defender's, defender's outfit. Okay, yeah. so that's a strong illusion. We have mm-hmm. that. Then we have the normal strange yeah. that we, you know, ex- that we know exists mm-hmm. now. And then we have the evil strange, which we can allude again. This is all assumption mm-hmm. that is from the what if universe. Yes. But uh huh, maybe, maybe. And then we it have zombie strange. One. And then. And then what looks we're going to say it's zombie strange because we were arguing that it was supposed a a lot of different outlets are saying this is a a, an evil entity. Right. We don't know what it is. We don't know. But Mm -hmm. it's it's kind of it might. You know what? I think that might be the what if strange. The what if given zombie strange. Right. Because the TV spot had zombie Wanda mm -hmm. in there as well. Zombie Wanda is there. But that's see. But that's what I'm saying is because what about if the person that is currently in control right now. Mm hmm is Scarlet Witch. It's not Wanda Maximoff. Mm-hmm. While going through the dark hole, Scarlet Witch has become more powerful and it's a darker, deeper personality. Mm-hmm. And it's locked Wanda Maximoff in her own mind palace, which is her home. Yeah. And the fight that's the fight that happens is Wanda taking over her body again. Mm-hmm. Because why else would you go to the to the uh, Westville home? So you're saying that that is kind of like an end scene to the movie. I don't think that's an end scene. I feel like that is an end fight mm. of Wanda fighting herself inside of her own mind while Wanda is fighting Strange and whatever else is going on in the world. Okay. How mad that's would you cool be thing. if we're in the theater and that theory turns out to be true again and Nick's just like freaking like for, I don't know how many like dude. I'll whip my I'll whip my penis out right there. Uh, it's, it's a 50 <laughs> I swear to God, I'll be like, oh, dude, you, you're gonna need a you're gonna need to jerk me off. It's, like. it's a 50 split for me now because he was wrong about Grogu about taking the light. He too. was, but yeah. one out of how many predictions? Uh, it, but in all in, in all fairness, <laughs> you were going deep with whole like. But in all, I was, Grogu having the lightsaber. I really thought that was gonna be it. 
<laughs> I was hoping that it was going to be there. No, but man, also I knew I, it because it was it. Disney, and they were like, no, we got to have Grogu back. Yeah. So I was, I, was, I, was hoping that, I was hoping that they were going to go against the Business money. Business mind. You know? <laughs> yeah. really, but I got everything else right in that. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, there was a lot of other things oh, that yeah. I got in there. No. So let's go ahead and wrap this topic up before we move on to Peacemaker. So let's go ahead and just kind of go around in a circle and kind of discuss what we want to see from this movie. Yeah. And or what we hope to see from this movie and what we think of the teases so far. Like, how is this, how's it kind of like reaching out towards mm-hmm. people? Um, I'll just go ahead and start and then we'll go with Renee afterwards. Um, basically, what I hope to see from this movie is more, it's it's kind of, I, I want to see an expanse in storytelling. Mm-hmm. I want to see and have them take advantage of the fact that they have so many different properties now. And I hope they have doors open for those properties to come into the current run of the mm-hmm. MCU. Because to not have the X-Men in the MCU, to not have things like Deadpool, which they did mention there, it'd be a really great opportunity to have yeah. someone that breaks the fourth wall be in there, right? Mm-hmm. You have so many different opportunities and avenues to come in and expand on the MCU storyline so that it can continue for years to come, mm-hmm. right. right? The impact that this movie is having amongst the community is kind of weird, but I understand why. Awesome. Spider-Man is a big name. It's mm-hmm. it's as big as, you know, Batman and mm-hmm. Superman and it it is. Like it's a world it's a world known Ooh. like Oh god, shut oh up. My god. <laughs> Come on, Nick. Even you should know. <laughs> <Come on. laughs> Peter this, this uh, Peter Packer. This, 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 this Peter, Peter Packer. Are you going to pull up a PowerPoint and show me how he's like the worst superhero ever or what? <laughs> you, would you like me to make one? No, please. Because no. <laughs> it can be done. <laughs> Give me a day. <laughs> That's a video idea. We should make like a PowerPoint presentations of our favorite superheroes and see who would like, they can tackle them Now something. me, it'll be just be like Batman. Because he's awesome. Thank Batman. You. Thank you for my yeah. TED Talk. Thank you for coming to my TED Batman. Talk. You just put the bat signal on there and just be like, thank he's, you. He's effing rich. <laughs> Honestly, Batman, I mean, Batman has the better villains, too. That's okay, that's up for debate. I mean, Anyways, so what I'm going back to my point. What I'm trying to prove Brian wrong. Point being, <laughs> Spider-Man's a big name in yes. the MCU. Yes. So in terms in of MCU. advertisement and how far it reached out, you're going to have more excitement for that movie. Yes. Right, it's it's a big it, name. It's, the, pro- it, the problem I'm having. Hang on, let Renee sorry. speak. No, no, I'm just saying. Nicholas, I'm getting, I was answering your question. Well, then wait. <laughs> I'm getting. Uh, I'm getting a little bit <laughs> mad how people you. are now comparing to whenever a new comic book movie comes out. Now. Yes, they're just constantly like, "Well, I don't know, it's gonna be." But, you know, like with Batman, it's like, "I don't know, if it's gonna be Spider Man." I'm like, it, "It's it's not." I'm all. I'm gonna like. Because the reason why is Spider-Man had that hype of the possible three Spider-Men in the uh-huh. movie. Bat- Batman doesn't have that. Doctor Strange, I mean, it's we're going to have... Patrick Stewart. Yeah, but the thing is is that it's there's nothing else driving... There's there's no other theories than that. That's the thing. Yeah. Spider-Man No Way Home was a you know cinematic history moment where you have three different Spider-Guys that did yeah. you know movies yeah. all in the same movie. That's, that's historic. That's it, in yeah. That. yeah. In nerd culture as well, too. Batman doesn't have that. Doctor Strange doesn't have that. That's yeah. the thing. So don't compare. Well, Batman we does have it. Well, we, hold on. In, in well, offense, Flash, they're going to do that in we don't, Flash. I mean, yeah. we, we also don't know how many people are going to be in this movie. Like, yeah. we don't, we are, like, honestly, mm-hmm. if they, I feel like Patrick Stewart is the smallest of the gets. Probably. That's why another thing. That's why he's an easy yeah. reveal. Yeah. He's an easy reveal. Yeah. He's an easy person to like, go like, I know exactly who it is because of the voice. I think that he is of the like people we got. Mm-hmm. He is literally the lowest on the totem pole. We got bigger fish. We just aren't showing them yet. 
So like we're, we're holding our cards for it. Yeah, and that's what I'm trying to get at is this movie is not a household name in the MCU. It's mm-hmm. Doctor Strange, so it's not going to have the same popularity as a movie like Spider-Man No Way Home, but it's going to have the biggest impact. And I think you said it best last mm-hmm. week that Spider-Man No Way Home was just the starting point of this phase of yeah. the big reveals that we're going to be getting. Exactly. And I have a feeling, and I'm going to jump with one of the things that you guys said in the previous issues, when you have a movie that's overloaded with characters, you're going to have the problem of essentially not knowing what direction to go. So I have a feeling that the characters that are going to be revealed, if Patrick Stewart, Sir Patrick Stewart, excuse me, I keep forgetting Sir, if Sir Patrick Stewart is just the earliest of reveals, there's going to be more. And they're going to be teases and not main characters to the story. Mm -hmm. It's like, this is what we're going to be doing. We might even get a Reed Richards fantastic four reveal at this yeah. point I, yeah. I honestly do think that what we've seen so far is the first 10 to 15 minutes of this movie and maybe 15 minutes at the beginning mm-hmm. maybe like 20 seconds of the middle and then they always, of the larger, they always show like a little bit of and the then end. parts of yes. the large of the yeah. larger final battle mm-hmm. of what's going on because they've already shown that America Chavez is in uh, Illuminati HQ. Uh-huh. So she has to get released in order for you to have the rest of the show. Yeah. The rest of the movie. So that means that he gets Oops, picked up sorry. by the Illuminati early. <laughs> he comes in, they explain everything to him. Hey, you need to go fix this. Yes. Like you, you, you busted up a couple universes by doing whatever it is you did. Take America Chavez. She can point, she can take you through different universes and fix this because okay. you're you've killed a lot of other universes because who knows maybe it's not our universe that's dying mm-hmm. also we don't know if this is our strange that's true too. that's very true because the one thing i've noticed is our strange doesn't have a blue patch on his on the on the cape mm-hmm. okay this new strange does mm-hmm. so what about if it's a different strange from a different universe that Strange is now connected to. I mean, I can totally see a Sam Raimi movie where we have an entire movie, an entire movie with Doctor Strange and everything like that, and then Doctor Strange wakes up to be like, or he was like meditating. Before you continue on with your point, can I interject one second, Renee? Go for it, go for it. You know that Wong, when he was walking through the portal, Mm -hmm. right, at the beginning of No Way Home, he was going through this, like, the portal in the background had, like... He was going to Karmatage. There it is. So it'd be funny if if he's going into that portal, that's Mm -hmm. kind of, like, the transition into Mm -hmm. this movie as well. I think that would be genius of, like, he's he's going to go deal with a different strange. Yeah. I could explain... I could explain that, the whole, like, different uh, levitation cloak is what you're talking about. I'm thinking, I mean, they could do it where Strange is fighting someone in middle beginning of the movie and something happens to the levitation cloak to his and then gets another one from like the Illuminati thing. I see. I, that I, could be explained away like that. That's what it, I'm saying. No, yeah. and don't get me wrong. Yeah. It totally could. Yeah. It, absolutely. It totally could. But Nick's right again. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think I, I think having those little tiny things would be interesting of just yeah. kind of going not only that, but also it very much feels like a Sam Raimi thing to do. Yeah, yeah that's true. Of he having an entire that. of having an entire movie all Pull this like invested a, into it. It feels like a Rick and Morty episode at that yeah. point. <laughs> where where basically everything's going on and then yeah. out of nowhere. Uh, after, at the very end of the movie, the universes are saved, and everything else, yeah. and then Doctor Strange wakes up, mm-hmm. and it's it, that movie or that part right there mm-hmm. where he like the reoccurring nightmare. Yeah, and yeah. like it, like he wakes up and it's like, oh my god, like what happened? Like mm-hmm. oh my god, all these like universes. I can't agree died. with that though. That'd be such a waste of time. But it wouldn't be surprising. I, I wouldn't. It, it's I the same Raimi move. It's the same. It's I wouldn't. I, be wouldn't, mad. I wouldn't be mad honestly. Why? Because it's because it's Doctor Strange. That's sort of something you could do. Ugh. 
this is something that they've Marvel has promoted and said that this is going to be a different formula for Marvel yes. movies. This is this is weird. It's a it's weird be film. A weird movie. Yeah, because they, they were originally saying that this was going to be horror. Like yeah. it was like a hardcore horror it film. It is technically kind of a oh before well before horror. Sam Raimi came, mm-hmm. it, it was supposed to be like a hard like they were saying this is gonna be a hardcore be, yeah. horror film. Like mm-hmm. we're we're gonna make the first Marvel horror film. And then all of a sudden they were like I we're gonna make a comedy horror film. I feel like I feel like they've changed the script dramatically from when they first announced it to now. Well yeah, because No Way Home wasn't written. That's the thing. And I'm, and I would love to hear the f- like original, original pitch. pitch. They're never gonna do that. No, but it would have been It'd interesting. Be interesting. It'd be no, so interesting. No, I think like f- ten years from now they'll probably because, like release a script or a script will get released. I mean, it's the same thing at finding out that like Tom Cruise was like in the running for Iron mm. Man, and we found that out like five six years later, mm. where everybody was like, "Oh yeah, t- did you know that Tom Cruise was gonna be Iron Man?" Yeah, he was the original thought. Yeah. yeah, and everybody was like, "Oh, Tom but Cruise." But production Iron scripts Man? are something that usually don't get revealed. Mm. Oh yeah, sometimes. No. Sometimes. I think it depends on the property or the studio wanting to release it. Yeah, you know? Disney, they own like I mean, because well, because also it depends too because like the they noticed that the the script for No Way Home was a little different mm-hmm. the one that the one that they turned in for Oscars. For Oscars and the Golden Globe, mm-hmm. there were things there were things that were slightly different. Gotcha. Well, yeah. Well, even then, before No Way Home came out, when they were trying to think of Spider Man Three, they were like, "Oh, we might just do Craven the Hunter." Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the thing. And then Kevin Feige's like, "Let's do Spider Verse." Close us out, Renee, with your thoughts. My thoughts is so what I want from this movie, if anything else, I just want to see some weird variants. Yeah. Honestly, I want to see like actors that I would never think. Will Tom Cruise is Iron Man? N- not that, but I mean, yeah. <laughs> but I want to see like actors just like for the joke of it, you know, just like oh yeah, just like Kevin Hart is like so, you know, like Black Panther. <laughs> like, they actually do that. You're just like what? <laughs> yeah, that's like have fun with it, dude. It's, what if, this is your only chance, dude. What if they bring in Wesley Snipes' Blade? Yes, yes. Into the movie, and then that's how you introduce to Blade and the vampires and everything <laughs> like that with their mystics. Ben yeah, Affleck is Daredevil. Dude, mm. Ben against Daredevil would be awesome. That would be cool. See, the, like, just have fun. Just get with weird. It. Honestly, get get weird. With you the had movie. this chance. I would. I would. And throw it's a good, so many different variants. Yeah. Like with it's, actors, it's a good opportunity because all they would need to do is show up for like maybe a couple days of shooting that's and it. then peace out and then not have to talk about it. They can't. Yeah, that's it. Well, yeah. Not only that, but also they wouldn't even know what they were doing. Yeah, because it, it would probably be on like a green screen or something like that. So I mean, mm. that's what. Um, What's it called? That's what uh, oh my god, Tobey Maguire and them said. They said that there was a good portion of the movie that they were like, oh, we have no idea what the fuck is going on. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Thanks for I that. Was going, Can I get a timestamp? <laughs> one an hour, two minutes, and basically like forty five. I was going really far with it. I almost, I almost made it. I almost. I know, made it. Jesus, yeah. man. I almost made Thanks it. Thanks for that. <laughs> I mean, that's a good note to end on right there. Basically, yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> we should move forward. James Gunn. James Gunn. Speakmaker. Speaking. It was of, good. Thank you guys for watching. Speaking the show. of cussing. <laughs> speak, speak, huh? I was like, it was good. Peacemaker was good. Thank you guys for watching the show. <laughs> and let's close out. Yeah. Uh, All right. So Peacemaker came out a couple weeks ago, almost like two months ago at this point, right? Right. Because it's oh, yeah, a episodes. First, yeah. A, a episodes. Um, great, great show. And not, at least on my end, something that I wasn't asking for, but mm-hmm. we very much needed. I will say this. I thoroughly enjoyed Peacemaker more than Book of Boba Fett, in my opinion. Oof. I I, I I feel like Peacemaker Peacemaker and Suicide Squad were the was the comedy and the 
like kind of lightheartedness mm-hmm. that the DCEU really needed. Yeah, yeah. Like, it, 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 it introduced these characters that you can kind of that you can laugh, you can you can cry with, but also kind of hate as well. Kind of go like, uh, like that's kind of a jerk. Yeah. Um, but also really care about characters. I honestly, there's there's I I don't care about Martha Kent. I don't care about I it, like Superman is kind of meh. Yeah. Like, do you really, like, honestly, if, like, somebody were to, like, go, like, oh, yeah, I shot Superman with a kryptonite bullet, would you be like, oh, no, like, <laughs> like I'd be like, oh, man, that sucks. Like, yeah. <laughs> sucks to be Clark Kent. Which yeah. is also interesting, because that apparently did happen in the DCEU. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking about this, right? The, what you were saying. I was thinking about it earlier, where it's, like, it was a good fresh, a breath of fresh air. Mm-hmm. Because, granted, the Snyderverse was enjoyable for what it was. Yeah. But... Has its moments. It had its moments, but that's all it was. Like when you think of like cinematic comic books, like cin- like cinematic comic book storylines and storytellings, you yeah. automatically think of Marvel, right? If you say DC, <laughs> okay, sure. Right? DC is a clip show. Exactly. Yeah. Like if you want your cinematic universe, you go for the animation when it comes to Warner Brothers. They knock it out of the park every single time. Right. Mm. But DCEU was missing something and it was missing like an an entity that was like an identity that was making it unique. Right. And James Gunn essentially did that with the Suicide Squad and with Peacemaker. Mm -hmm. It was funny, but it was also good storytelling. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, we've got like 40 minutes pretty much to summarize this show. It was Peacemaker's journey to try to find out who he was and to separate himself after he killed Rick Flagg. I, I did think it was funny because I was trying to sell a friend on watching Peacemaker because uh-huh. Peacemaker just ended and I was like, you guys should watch Peacemaker. It's really good. And he goes, I don't know, man. Like, you know, I'm not really into the DC. I'm not like really into it. And I go, okay, let me show you a clip. And if you like it, watch it. Watch and he's like, all right, cool. So I ended up showing him the clip where uh, they framed Peacemaker's dad. Uh, and then he's like, there are so many other people you could have chosen. <laughs> and he just goes through like yeah. 30 people. You know, that was all improvised. Yeah. Right? That's all improvised by John Cena. And I, even, and he goes, I heard about this, that John Cena just like improvised like 30 names and everything. I didn't know what it was from. And I'm like, dude, it's peacemaker. He goes, all right, I'm in. I'm John, in. I'm, I'm going to start watching tonight. John Cena, honestly, is a comedic film, genius. He's so great. And I think he finally found his niche now with this character of peacemaker. He, you can totally tell he's expressing how he is. He also, you know, opened up about his sexuality, playing this character as well too. Yeah, because he's you need to be a little closer to the he's mic. He's like bisexual. Yeah, in real life, so that's pretty interesting. Yeah, I was like, wow. It was a point that I they made. That. I feel like I feel like people could have called. That. No, but that's the thing is that <laughs> yeah. he opened because that was the thing is that James Gunn had to go out and confirm it that mm-hmm. originally Peacemaker isn't bisexual. No, no, he's but not. because John Cena played him and mm-hmm. played him this way. Mm-hmm. He wrote him as bisexual, mm-hmm. which is an interesting point because, okay, go ahead and get bothered by it if you're that kind of person. But honest to God, it wasn't like something that was really supposed to be analyzed. It's it, kind of like, okay, it, did, it didn't feel out of left field. No. That's the thing. You're watching it. And he makes one of the like funniest remarks when he's talking to uh, Harcourt when they're in the bar and it's just like, listen, you know, it's been a while since I've, you know, since I've had sex. With a woman, he's like, you know, it's like, yeah. and he, it just, and that's brushed off. That's a thing, but you know? but it I was, feel, but I feel like that's the that's how you normalize sexuality yeah. is by making it normal. Not, mm-hmm. We don't 
spend an episode and a half on why exactly that's he likes the thing. To sleep with yeah. men. It's this thing of like, yeah, like dudes. Okay, whatever. Um, so about these butterflies. Yeah, and then it, like then they're shown that um, what is it? He has a three way with vigilante and the girl from the apartment yeah. complex. Yeah. yeah, and that was it. It was, so like, it was treated just normally. Not only that point, but it, John Cena does an excellent job at integrating his personality yeah. into the character mm-hmm. that we get to see on screen. Because mm-hmm. a lot of the times, what you do see in acting is you see the actor trying to portray the character they read on script. Yeah. And there are a couple times, you know, or when we think of, books. or in the comic, comic books, mm-hmm. Robert Downey Jr. basically made Tony Stark the way mm-hmm. he is, but mm-hmm. that's because he himself put himself into that character. Yeah. I, right? I, but, I, that's a good I, example. I, mm-hmm. Yeah, I really do feel in, like, Robert Downey Jr.'s, like, aspect. Like, the, like the idea of um, inside of the MCU, whenever there's a scene where Robert Downey Jr. is just kind of, like, talking or anything else, he's eating. Yeah. Yeah. And apparently that's just a thing Robert Downey Jr. does of like he'll hide snacks on set. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. or not even hide. He'll just like he'll just bring snacks on set and he'll just start eating and he'll make it. But part that's of how the you scene. get organic scenes. That's the thing. And that's what yeah. makes great, you know, filming that it's like when you show a character eating, you know, you're showing that they're human and stuff. You know, it's just they're just sitting there. They're doing yeah. everyday yeah. actions. Yeah. 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 And it's it's really interesting to kind of see how the the actors can kind of manipulate that because if you if you've seen any of like the Avengers comics and mm-hmm. even the cartoons and stuff like that, they've then adapted those things that were brought in by Robert Downey Jr. Mm-hmm. that were brought in by Captain by Steve Evans mm-hmm. or any of these other characters, and they brought it into the original source material and going, mm-hmm. oh, those things were amazing and those mm-hmm. were really good things to add in. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna make those canon inside of the actual universe, yeah. and we're gonna make those part of his canon now. That mm-hmm. that's the, those are things that he does. Point being, I was having this conversation. We talked about it about two weeks ago, and I am writing an article piece that will be found on keepingupwiththenerds.com. Go check it out. Um, So there is a piece I'm going to be writing out there uh, on our uh, Nerdy Planet section where I analyze James Gunn's directional style Mm -hmm. and how he kind of portrays the characters in in his movies and TV shows. And it was based off this conversation I had with a friend where he was turned off by Peacemaker because of the conversations these characters were having off main plot. Mm. that he didn't feel like they were organic, that Mm -hmm. it just kind of felt forced. But that kind of isn't what I got from it, at least from my personal take. And it kind Mm -hmm. of seems like the consensus here is that we don't agree with that Mm -hmm. because Robert Downey Jr. had this idea, like you said, he ate every time he Mm -hmm. was on screen, but that is his character or his persona being integrated into Tony Stark. Mm -hmm. What we see here is the conversations that every character had aside from the main plot was not to progress the plot forward, but it was to kind of build these relationships between every character. So every time there was a little bit of banter, a little bit of like kind of like joking this Mm -hmm. behind it, it was building that chemistry between the two. In the last episode, literally the the whole thing started with them just going like that right well, that's the thing that's but, that's how it is in everyday conversation when you're doing your a task that you need to focus on and doing and you're just in a we don't group. just talk about that we no, talk about other stuff you don't talk about the you know trying to further the plot or try to make the story rich you're legitly just like if we're not podcasting we're just talking about miscellaneous things exactly you know? but it's my, organic yeah my other thing that i that i really liked about that and the the thing that really went in is the fact that christopher smith is awkward he does not know how to talk to people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you thought his conversations were forced, it was because Christopher didn't know 
how to have a gen- genuine conversation mm-hmm. with other people. Yeah. So he was forcing himself to talk to them mm-hmm. and the conversations were weird and forced. Yes. So it's a character thing while also being this like, I'm going to make comedy with Christopher Smith's weird character quirk mm-hmm. of the fact of he's kind of been by himself yeah. his entire life. I mean, what did, I mean, he had his brother, which his brother was cool. Mm-hmm. Then he had a pet Eagle. He had a pet, he had Eagly. And that's kind of it. And like he had his dad, but his dad was a dick. Mm-hmm. Like then he had his uh his dad was a jerk friend. and a racist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then he has his best friend, Eagly, and then he has Vigilante, who I think he needs to put it on charge. Ah <laughs> I got it. Keep okay. talking, keep talking. Yeah, but then he has like Vigilante and I mean even Vigilante, like he doesn't really like That's the like, thing. Just kind of a weirdo. Like he's just a weirdo that follows me around. Like he's not really like my well, best friend. You you could tell that, you know. Like you said, when he was talking to people, it's very awkward unless someone mentioned rock and roll. And then that's when he got into the conversation. Yes. Yeah. He was like, oh, yeah, man, they're rock and roll. You know, that's when he started talking normally was when someone would mention anything about rock and roll or anything of his likes because those are his likes. That's a thing. Yeah. That's, you know? a, that's a thing that he can talk yeah. all day about. Mm-hmm. But also then we also found out that that is he's that's the thing that his brother Mm-hmm. Got him into yeah. where it's like, oh yeah, oh yeah, this is this is something that me and my brother would talk about all the time, mm-hmm. and everything else, and that's another reason why he would be super excited because that brings up memories of his brother and everything yeah. else. But I really did appreciate how awkward he made him because I think that that would be kind of it, it wouldn't it wouldn't it wouldn't show that if uh, Christopher Smith would just like go and have regular conversations with people mm-hmm. because you need that growth by the end of it because. It's even shown, I don't know, like people think I'm a dick, people think I'm a jerk, people don't like me, you know, they, they uh, like when they all call him out, mm-hmm. like they call him out in like episode four or five. Yeah. Where yeah. they're just like, dude, you're a jerk. Yeah. Like, that's why no one likes you. That's why nobody likes you. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, and he, and he had like this like brain blast of going, oh my God, they're right. Like, I'm a jerk. Rick Flagg was right. I'm a joke. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm a joke. And. I think that's so interesting because he's made a persona for himself that he thought everybody would love that it sucks. Like everybody hates you because mm-hmm. of this persona. The question, it- he had to question his ideologies in the way that he was kind of brought up. Exactly. It's, it's an interesting take on, and it, you know what it solidified for me, at least how James Gunn is going to be moving mm-hmm. storytelling wise as a director as well mm-hmm. in future projects, because we kind of saw and that was the, that was the question I asked you guys. Like, what ident- what what movie made James Gunn or gave him his identity? It was Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, essentially. Mm, well, as I a mainstream, well, mainstream. No, wise. Slither was like yeah, mainstream wise. Mainstream wise, Guardians of the Galaxy. As a director, I would say Slither. Because Slither has a lot of the same quirks and conversations that are seen in uh, pretty much everything he's That's done a thing. in Scooby Doo, which yeah. was then carried into Scooby Doo too. Yes, as well too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he wrote Scooby Doo. He wrote Scooby Doo. Didn't direct Scooby-Doo. it, but directed yeah. Scooby Doo too. Yes. Right. Mm, and he yeah. also wrote, which is, which is which is weird because that's also the worst of the Scooby Doo's. Yeah, I think it's the characters. That's why he had to with the characters that like when you have characters. I'm not allowed like, to do the, everything I want to do with them. That's the thing. Yeah. So he did what which he wanted. Point I made in the article actually. <laughs> huh? <laughs> I actually made that point in the article. Oh really? About the, the Scooby Doo yeah. too? Yeah. It was that basically that the characters were already outlined and have existed for so long yeah. that you can only write them a certain way, and he didn't have the opportunity to actually like really do his yeah. own, put his own signature yeah. under you can't, it. You can't divert from the Bible. No. That's the whereas thing, yeah. Guardians, they Those were, 
D-listed characters. Same thing. Well, with yeah, because they just Suicide went like Squad as well too. Literally, yeah. you could do anything with these characters, and no one will correct you. Yeah, like no one knows. Them. No one's gonna argue with you. Yeah, no one's gonna what? be mad. You made Daphne an egotistical girl that's always following Fred. What? 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 You yes. pointed out the truth. What? <laughs> yeah, obviously, there's the like multiple. He, he does change certain things that later on become canon inside of Scooby Doo. Like mm-hmm. Daphne doesn't become like a martial artist. Yeah, and everything else, but that became canon in the newer Scooby Doo's. Yeah, I know Mystery Incorporated and what's new Scooby Doo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which are the best. Uh, animated versions. Of I Scooby thought Doo. it was hilarious because I showed that show because my students uh, one day I was like, what, "What show do you guys want to watch?" And they were like, "Let's watch uh, Scooby Doo Mystery Incorporated." And I'm like, "What?" I'm like, they're, and they're like, "Yeah, it's the new Scooby Doo show." Oh no, it's an old Dude. one. I, no, 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 it's the it's the uh, it's the newer one the that was on Netflix. One. The, the latest, latest one. one that was put on Netflix. Mystery Incorporated came out years ago. Oh, okay, so it's the it's the so newest they, one. So it's I mean, there's it's one the on HBO one. Max. Yeah, whatever, whichever one it is. I don't. There's some. No, I don't guess who Scooby Doo. I don't know. I only watch what's new Scooby Doo. Listen, <laughs> because of the, yeah, we're, that, we're straying away that from my point. Intro was fire. What's <laughs> new Scooby Doo? Okay, that's it. Um, so, but anyway, um, the the reason being is because I turned it on. No, dude, because I turned it on and I started watching it with the kids, and I thought it was just going to be a Scooby Doo show. I didn't know that they were literally that this show was an animated version of Riverdale with Scooby Doo. Oh, I was. You've never seen Mystery Incorporated? I've never seen that show. Oh, both where, of you guys need to watch that one. Is that the one where like it's like an, it's basically just Riverdale? Yes. Where, like Fred's Riverdale drama. And, yeah. No, where, no, like, no. There was an old Mystery okay. Incorporated, like, and then no, 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 no. Yes and no. So <laughs> let's not. Let's not. You're right, but you're not right. <laughs> you're right, but you're not because putting that next to Riverdale is a crime because this is actually like no, 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 no. actually good the, writing. The, the reason no, 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 no. When I say it's it's Riverdale, it's using these old characters and then putting them inside of basically like a murder mystery. Yes, and there's actual consequences. Yeah, there's like actual consequences and there's like real stakes or uh, what was it? I was watching the episode like... And guess watching, how the ending dude, is Dude, I like, was watching the episode where Fred's stepdad is the one that murdered his parents and I was like... Oh, do you want to know the ending? No, I don't. Oh, that's season two of Riverdale. <laughs> <laughs> no, but dude, I was, I was watching this with my... Dude, I was watching this with my students. They're second graders. And yeah. they're and like I'm like, do you guys know what's going on? And they're like... Yeah. They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, really? Tell me. And they were like, well, Scooby-Doo and them caught a, caught a bad guy. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't think they know why they caught him. Yeah. Like, I don't think they... It, like, no. it clicked with them. Mystery Incorporated is, is one of the better ones. Yeah, dude, I was watching it. And I was like, this is a really adult kind of mis- like Scooby-Doo. They have an episode I'm where down. they bring back multiple uh uh what are they called the uh the, oh man what is it? the cartoons that existed way back in like the 50s and stuff. The Hanna-Barbera? Hanna-Barbera. That yeah, they bring back a bunch of those characters. In that one? In in that show, yeah. Hanna-Barbera Hanna-Barbera's uh characters are pretty awesome cuz that's actually what happens inside of Scooby-Doo 2 with uh James yeah. Gunn. He uses a lot of the Hanna-Barbera characters. Yeah. So, are you looking it up? Yeah. Which is also really weird because uh, Seth Green was in it. When did it come out? This year? Mystery Incorporated? Yeah. Mystery Incorporated was like a 2018 or It was just called Mystery Incorporated. It's Scooby-Doo. Yeah, it's called Mystery Incorporated. Okay. It's not Scooby-Doo. Okay. Scooby-Doo and the Mystery Incorporated or something like that. You'll see it. No, you see it. I, I Anyways, we're talking about Scooby Doo, but I, we should be talking about Peacemaker. Yeah, I could have it came out in like early like two thousand. It's live action. No, it's. Oh. I'll show it to you afterwards. Can we get back to Peacemaker? No, no I want to know. 
Dude, we're, we're Scooby Doo podcast. Dude, yeah. We're past Peacemaker. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> Peacemaker. It got renewed for season two. It's obviously yeah, good. It's obviously good. <laughs> good. And it's going to be directed and written by James Gunn. Still. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's two more points I want to talk about for oh, Peacemaker okay. before. Oh, my God. Really? <laughs> yeah. Once again, Scooby Doo. Great, so. great conversations. Or, you know, keeping yeah. it up so that way people listen to the podcast, Renee. <laughs> no, oh, Sco- my God. This guy won't shut up. All right. Because I want to talk about Scooby Doo. We'll talk about Scooby Doo later. If you put your freaking mic next to your mouth, dude. And, and you know what? I would if we watched Scooby Doo. Do you want to watch Scooby Doo? No. Dude, I want to cuddle and watch Scooby Doo. I'm not. Adorable. No, then you can cuddle Renee. I'm not going to do that. Can we cuddle each other? No. Can, Both of you. Yes. Like I'm not a part no, of it. I want like a cuddle train. No. Like, I'll cuddle, no, like, I'll cuddle no, Renee. Renee no. cuddles you. No. And then, you know how many of our listeners want that to happen? Yeah, probably. Maybe like cuddle two. And then you can cuddle. We don't Andy. know. The people in Russia could be weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then you cuddle Andy so that way it's not as weird. Yeah. You know? Because <laughs> you're a weirdo. Like. You can't cuddle right. his friends. All right. Peacemaker, Brian. <laughs> what was a couple points you want to make about Peacemaker? So, oh, my God. I almost lost my point. <laughs> so, it was funny. It was, okay. So, one of the biggest highlights of Peacemaker, right, mm-hmm. is the intro. The okay. unskippable yes. intro. Yes. Which does not fit the tone of the show whatsoever and was done in a high school gymnasium. Yes. Oh, was it? Yes. I did not know that. Yes. Oh, wow. They literally... Uh, there's in, uh, what The one that you're talking about, because uh, you were talking about it earlier, about James Gunn talking about it, it's inside of the Peacemaker podcast. In there's the Peace- a Peacemaker podcast? It was after yeah. every episode. Mm-hmm. Oh, where like they would they would talk about it, and then they would have cast on from the show. That's talk about it. Dope. It, it was okay. it's on it's on um it's on it's literally in the extras. Okay, I gotta look at that. Before stuff. the episode started, it said, "Please tune in to the Peacemaker podcast." What were you doing? Oh, I was tuning into the show <laughs> and then waiting for the, in the very title beginning, card. It would say, "Please tune into the pe- after the episode. Watch Peacemaker podcast." I was more excited about the episode. Okay. So, I guess. so, the, I don't know. so in the in the very first episode, the, uh, they have James Gunn, and James Gunn talks about the. Uh, the opening credits. Uh-huh. He, and that's where he says, "I wanted something that was un that was unskippable." Like yeah, he, he goes yeah. through an entire thing because there's so many names. But here's the thing: that's a double edged sword. Because yeah, his whole thing was, "I want to make an intro that you don't skip, so we can pay proper respects to the people that worked yes. on the show." Yeah, but <laughs> most of the time, I'm looking at the the, the title card, going <laughs> like. Why are they dancing this way? What is this dance routine? I want to learn this dance routine now. Mm-hmm. And it, it just it was too distracting for its own good. Mm-hmm. It did its job too well. I freak, there's somebody with a person that chore, that choreographed it. I think I think it's Alan Tudyk's wife. What? I think it is. Why are the Tudyks like just I think fantastic Alan, people? I, th- I think it's Alan Tudyk's wife. I'm if I'm not if I'm not mistaken, I think that's who played who it is. Alan Tudyk was also Weasel in the Suicide Squad, right? Yes, he was. My God, man, that man is no. He wasn't Weasel. That who wasn't was Alan he? Tudyk. That was um, James Gunn's brother. Oh, Sean Gunn. That was Sean Gunn. So Sean Gunn did... played two things. He played Calendar Man and Weasel. Mm-hmm. So who? Because I feel like Alan Tudyk was also in the Suicide Squad, wasn't he? No, that was um, uh, Rooker. Oh, Rooker okay. is in it. Gotcha, gotcha. Look up just who did the op- opening dance routine. Like who? who Ooh, that is a loud it. motorcycle outside. Jesus Christ! Someone will find out. So the last point I wanted to make because we're probably reaching the end of this episode anyways, and that way we can just jump on and. Carissa Barton. Look her up. Let's see. You got to you got to do just, this. Just copy and paste it. Oh, just the man behind. <laughs> 
scan over. Why are you telling him to do his job? No, because he was he was opening up another tab and he was going to type in. Because he wanted to keep that page open. I understand that. Go you can also just highlight the name and then right click and then say search Google. Yeah, I know. I don't have. Well, why didn't you say I don't it? have my own computer, so. <laughs> yeah, Nicholas. Jesus. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's his wife. Do it. What? Yeah. I do it. Hey. Yes, yeah. I do it. Cause I in the podcast he specifically says, and then I called my friend Alan Tudyk, and his wife came down to do it. Dude, I want to meet Alan <laughs> I remember, Tudyk, man. I remember. How does yeah. that man like? What is? Why does that man? How does that man live life, dude? Just having the simplest roles in like movies and TV, and then. I think he has a new show too. Yeah, he does. Yeah. It's called Invasion or something like that. He also is really funny. In, no, he's a uh, resident alien. Resident alien. That's yeah. I, yeah. I also I love him in The Rookie because he was just recently. Oh, in, yeah. He was, he was in The Rookie like second season. Do you got to watch was, The Rookie? Dude, that that, so that was hilarious. Is that it, Nathan Fillion's? Yeah. It's Nathan Fillion. It's really so, good. So it was, it was uh, Nathan Fillion and Alan Tudyk in an entire episode. Mm-hmm. And it's Nathan Fillion is a cop that's watching a crime scene. And Alan Tudyk is a uh, crime scene cleanup. But they both can't do their jobs. Because they haven't cleared the scene yet. So they're both just standing there. <laughs> it's just an awkward situation. Yeah. Where like, he's like talking about like, yeah, the worst stain I've ever picked up is brain matter. It's definitely the worst. And, has like certain, and he uses certain things for certain stuff. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, oh, he goes, he goes, how do you get out brain matter? And he's like, oh, baking soda and time. <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's well, so good. You gotta watch it. The last point it. I wanted to make, uh, besides this intro, and what, what's, the, what's the time check? Uh, an hour and twenty-five. Cool. Then we'll wrap it up with this last point. So, Rotten Tomatoes actually posted a photo where they looked at all the DC, you know, properties that have come out right. over the oh, last right. years. Oh, yeah. And Peacemaker is the highly rated one. But the funny thing is, mm-hmm. is that James Gunn's uh, properties have been the highest rated out of everything. Oh, really? Yes. So all so, the stuff that he's worked on. All the stuff that the two things that he's worked uh-huh. on. Have been the most highly rated mm-hmm. uh, I, properties for DC. I would not be surprised if, after seeing how well Peacemaker was and how well, uh, what was it? You getting ready for something? You no, good? I, I, I <laughs> marked myself. <laughs> you get I a mark par- myself. <laughs> are you going to party after the podcast? Like you're like, oh, podcast is almost over. Yeah. Let's get her ready. Okay. <laughs> gonna wake up. I got I got work in five hours. I can't go to sleep yet. <laughs> Can you go back to your point? So anyway, I'm wondering if uh, DC is gonna go to James uh, is going to James Gunn and they're gonna have him more as like not necessarily as a Feige character, but they're going to offer him more of like a hey overlook this. Didn't I mention that point a couple of issues a, ago and a, you guys were saying no, I don't want him to be one. Well, I think it's more of the fact that. It's because I, I feel like James Gunn's James Gunn's style doesn't work for everything. No, yeah, it, it, it doesn't. That's it, why I'm it saying it works for Suicide Squad. It works for Peacemaker. It, it, it works for the lesser known. Give him the D list characters. Yeah, I, yeah. But that's yeah. what I'm saying. I because I feel like if James Gunn were to get a script, okay, let's say that James Gunn were to get the script for BVS, and then he was allowed to do a pass at it. <laughs> I feel like that movie would be like 90% better. <laughs> well, I mean, we got a little vibe of that at the end of this episode where when Peacemaker succeeds in his mission, they're walking out and we see the Justice League shows yes. up. Now, oh my God. Now, see, we get a little taste of what could have been that. And it was great to hear Jason Momoa say the word F. But again, you have the Justice League and it doesn't. It doesn't, it doesn't feel can, right. Can you, yeah. can you go back for a second yeah. and confirm 
what James Gunn <laughs> did to the Snyderverse in I'm, that one second. What did he do, Renee? He basically proved that Aquaman's <laughs> fish. No, what you the good What's what's the timestamp? An hour and twenty seven. Thank you. Fine. That Aquaman sodomizes fish. <laughs> <laughs> and the funny thing is, when yeah. he said that, it was like, oh well, it was just a rumor, right? It's just a joke. Yeah. And Barry Allen is like, no, I love the fact that. <laughs> Throughout the entire thing, Peacemaker has been just making up rumors about other I superheroes lo- or my, villains. My favorite yeah. one is Green Arrow. Oh, which was the Green Arrow? <laughs> Green Arrow says he dresses up as a he goes to a brony oh, convention he goes, he, he as the brony. second half of a of Twilight Sparkle. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I I feel like there's a there's a callback there from one of the people that played mm-hmm. Green Arrow, but mm-hmm. I have no idea what it is. But I think that it's so funny, just kind of go like, oh yeah, that's. That's hilarious. Like I love the I love when he explains how he caught Kite Man, mm-hmm. where he's just like, you know, it was my two arms, my trusty bazooka, and mm-hmm. we caught Kite Man. And I was like, did he shoot Kite Man out of the sky? <laughs> <laughs> is that what he did? Is Kite Man dead? Oh yeah, what is he talking about? Well, he goes like, he goes, hey, we were both at a party, and she was giving me the f me eyes. <laughs> and oh, like that's that. right. You know, and I I do love that where they're all going like literally everything that Peacemaker has said a lie. But I have heard that about Aquaman. Yeah. Like that is, that is no, the that's one a thing, thing I've that heard. Is, yeah, that's the like, one thing that I've heard. That but is technically, like isn't true if he like bangs someone from Atlantis? Technically, aren't they I think fish that's people? what they're implying, right? That, that, yeah, that, that, like he's having, like he he sleeps with Mira. Technically, he's sleeping with a fish because she lives yeah. underwater. Because te- yeah. she's an Atlantean. Yeah. So technically yeah. speaking, he, they're, they're not wrong, but also they're not right. <laughs> yeah. So it's one of those. It's a it's a double edged sword. So that's why um, I think you said it is like you're the one uh, that Barry is the that one. Was, yeah, that that was that was my contrib- uh, contribution is that Barry Allen is the one that started this rumor. Mm-hmm. And I think that would be hilarious if yeah. like you find out that Barry yeah. Allen is starting rumors about the, uh, the Justice League just for fun. Because I can see that as a conversation. How hilarious like, would that be if he is the fastest man in the world mm-hmm. and Barry Allen is whispering in people's ears? <laughs> And they don't know he's there. <laughs> no, but, but I see that. I see that as a as like a conversation between Flash and Aquaman, just like Barry just going. So you and Mira, is she is she, is she human? <laughs> well, she's Atlantean, so you know, I guess she is. So, but you guys are like, is there together down right? there, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna lie, dude. At the end, at the end of this Aquaman movie that's coming up, I'm really hoping it loses a hand. Like, uh, I really uh, want, I really want him to lose a hand. Well, that's like. That's that's to be determined if peop, most people are going to see this movie because of a certain co-star that's in it. Well, let's see what happens. Yeah, she's still. They're not. They're gonna, not. They're not getting rid of her. They said I thought it. they did. No, nope. they were. Mm-mm. And then I heard another rumor is that Jason Momoa and her are dating. Oh, I thought he was dating uh, somebody else. No. He had a wife. They're divorced now. Really? Yeah. Oh, that sucks. Anyway. So it's funny because with this going into a second season, it oh, kind of brings to mind that the Flash right? movie. <laughs> no, because the documentary for Aquaman just it, it settles weird now because he, talk, <laughs> he has like a good like fifteen minutes of like just talking about how like special his wife is. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's why I'm like going. That's why when you said that, like, oh yeah, they're divorced now. I'm they're like, divorced. Oh. Yeah. Well, we I'm gotta like, look. Oh, we'll look that up. See if it's yeah, true. I was like, oh, but anyway, it's rough. So the Flash movie, you know, there's a lot of rumors that it was supposed to dissolve the Snyderverse and start something new. But with the continuation of this one... You're right. They're going to dissolve the fact that Aquaman does sex with fish. I mean, that could be it. But now this, like with the season two, they can't dissolve this universe because this is the Snyderverse universe. But the thing is that... We'll remember, see that after Flash. Yeah. yeah. But you have to remember as well, it's interesting because what about... Remember, the New 52 didn't necessarily wipe the universe. It just took 
specific things and then made them canon and made other things canon. Mm -hmm. So you can still have Peacemaker without changing anything because this is reality and we haven't really seen too many other characters out of the DCEU. So, I mean, what are we really changing? Yeah. The most that we can really change is Superman looks different, so does Batman. Like, both of them are a little bit younger or they're just different actors or whatever. You know, and that can be an easy, like, well, that's because of the universe. Like, the universe melted and now they're now they're different people. Yeah. And stuff like that. So, I mean, those are just easy fixes that you can always have. Uh, you can always have, like, oh, yeah, the mother boxes are, aren't a thing anymore. We're not having a war with Apocalypse or mm-hmm. whatever. You know, you can change a lot of things just by saying, oh, yeah, the, the, you know, we split up the universes, you know, did all this. It's interesting. Any last thoughts on Peacemaker? Um, I'm just glad that we're getting a season two. I, Much yeah, needed. I, yeah. I, I do like the idea because my biggest gripe with Eternals was is that I didn't know where the Avengers were. Mm-hmm. And, I loved, <laughs> and I loved the fact in this where I was like at the very end when they all show up. Because I saw the Flash mm-hmm. come out and I was like, oh my God. James Gunn is finally answering the question of where the hell are the heroes? They're just late. Like they're just <laughs> they're late. late. They're yeah. just late. Like technically if the heroes would have gotten it done, the world would have ended mm-hmm. and like nothing would have changed. The other funny yeah. aspect was like, they showed the up. Jobs. They showed up, but didn't clean up the crime scene. No, they just left all the bodies there. Cause at the end of it, when they're doing that whole song mm-hmm. to wrap up everything, mm-hmm. Judo masters at the scene of the, the world. Oh. The oh, yeah, they just left. And they just left. Yeah. They saw it was yeah. done. And I was like, Peace out, guys. I guess we're we're. we're they didn't even call the, the cops. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, they didn't even call the cops. Hall. Like I, I, I think they just went and they were just like, you know what, Barry, we really got to talk about this rumor you keep spreading. <laughs> like even Peacemaker knows yeah. about that rumor, dude. Yeah. Like you got to stop. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna start spreading rumors around you. Yeah, it's a good show and it Minute is man. an impactful one <laughs> You're for a the man. DCU. So I'm hoping that second season, we I hope we get another title card that's as good as this one because mm-hmm. a lot of the main cast that was in that title card ended up dying. Yeah. So they can't do it. The dad died. The two cops died. The only that's one that true. survived is the neighbor. Judo Master's technically there. Vigilante's there. The main character is the wife. And the most important character, the janitor. He's alive. Yeah. Oh, he's alive too? I feel like the janitor will probably. They'll, yes, they'll write in the janitor again. Somehow, yeah. Because some, that's Peacemaker's other best friend. Yeah. <laughs> because he went to go to his daughter's thing. Like That's true. That's awesome. Yeah. That's true. I loved the helmet bits where it's just like, okay, so then we'll what we'll do is that you you will activate levitation helmet and then just start floating. <laughs> <laughs> activate <laughs> levitation. <laughs> Did you say activate levitation? No. No. <laughs> I didn't know it was that sensitive. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, the other thing is the economist literally was about to jump into action and mm-hmm. then jumps over the fence and breaks <laughs> his leg. I was just like, "What? Yeah. Honestly, are you freaking kidding me?" <laughs> I will say my last point: mm-hmm. um, the fight scene between Hardcore at Peacemaker and Vigilante versus the Butterflies. Mm-hmm. It was very reminiscent of the um, uh, Kingsman mm-hmm. fight scene in yeah. the church, but on a lower budget. No, I loved how Peacemaker used the shield. And you see the shield like cut people. Yeah. And then like decapitate someone and then like shoots it and it just goes. Right Dude, I, I, I loved it because I thought about it and I was like, oh my God, that's like a better way of using Captain America. Shield. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, no, it's I, I a love, more efficient way. Dude, I love seeing the him, shield like, defies physics, but here at Peacemaker Shield, much better. It's I, real. I, I just thought it was so funny of like him like following the shield with his gun. Mm-hmm. 
then shooting the tip of it to then shoot it into somebody's face. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's so cool. It's it's that's so, so great. That's, that's, that was a great. It was a great show. Yeah. Um, great so finale. it was a great show. If you guys have not seen Peacemaker, it's definitely a show to watch. My question is that did, before we end, did you think Peacemaker was going to pick the butterflies? No. No. I I would have been mad if he did because it would have been kind of like a he would have just yeah it would have dissolved all of his kind of like build up towards that moment and I was also along the line of like because the butterflies were kind of making a good mm-hmm. point but it's also yeah. I'm like at this I I side with the uh, it's not your choice to make I do like how they're gonna bleed over is uh, he's not over his dad's death no and it's yeah. gonna be stuck in his mind yeah so I, I love well so that actor so that character is still in season two yeah, yeah that's so true. that's another person mm-hmm. that can be in the dance number <laughs> the two cops yeah, yeah. Two, the, the two cops we'll find two other cops that's the, that's the best thing there's about gonna be TV more cops yeah there's gonna be there's going to be more characters introduced. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So before we wrap up this issue of Keeping Up With The Nerds, just a reminder, you guys can find us on YouTube at Keeping Up With The Nerds. Uh, you guys can see that video portion of the podcast and all our bits and reactions to certain pieces of news. But if you're listening to us on audio platforms, be it whatever platform you're listening to, you guys can also find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Podbean. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts and let us know what you guys think. Also, uh, check out our website, keepingupwiththenerds.com. Always up to Day, always letting you guys know what are the latest videos, uh, podcasts, and articles because we are updating that Nerdy Planet section uh, to include everything now. Uh, articles on a weekly basis, hopefully. That's the goal if I find the time, and hopefully I do. So a James Art article, James Gunn article should be coming up. Also, Our Real Addiction have finally finished their bios and are under uh, Who Are the Nerds. Yes. So they're there now. So you guys can learn more about them and their little uh, synopsis. So they are officially on the website. Good to go. Awesome. Uh, Anything else before we move on? That's it. Subscribe to YouTube. Follow us on all our socials, Instagram and Twitter. Follow us on audio platforms. Keepingupwithlearners.com. In the comments, let me know what rumor we should start about Brian. Oh, God. Okay. Well, with that, I'm going to go ahead and wrap (laughs) this up. Are we ready? Yes. All right. This has been Keeping Up With The Nerds, issue number 86. My name is Brian. And Nick. Renee. Recording at Undercity Comics in Whittier, California. We want to thank everyone for listening to this issue. Hope to see you all next time. Oh,